Against All Odds is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. It has great odds and markets for the NBA, NHL, Major League Baseball, and so much more. Awesome new and existing user promotions. It's America's number one sportsbook because it's easy to use, because it's safe and secure, and because you get your winnings fast now. Winnings are delivered in as quick as two hours, and it's fun to combine multiple bets from the same game into a same-game parlay. Discover the most popular same-game parlays each day right when you log in. And if you're new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code against a lot so they know I sent you. And now I send you the Mighty Mighty Boston's. Part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousins, I'm coming to you on a Tuesday morning. Mikey Meatballs fiddling with the knobs. Babyface Joel Solomon is producing this mess. And joining me, as always, my wizards of wagering, my barons of betting, my gurus of gambling, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, Brother Bry, Darren the Parley Kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? What's up, Sal? What's going on, buddy? We had a good, good night. I know we come on here. The idea of the podcast is a complaint about our losing, but we had a really good night yesterday. Seven of eight with our NBA picks. A lot of them were the same, but we had pluses all over the place, right? Parley kid, I had the Celtics minus seven and a half, Celtics minus 10 and a half. Brother Bry had a minus 19 and a half. That was good. Harry Mm. had the under. The only thing we missed is Harry and Brother Bry went head to head with uh, Tatum. One had under 27 and a half, one had over. I knew they both weren't going to win. I got to be honest, when you both turned those in, I was like, this is fishy. I can't see both these bets winning. But Harry, you were the one that lost uh, betting under 20. I think you lost in the last six minutes, that bet. The first six minutes. Well, I did under 27 and a half. But in fairness, uh, if if you were to tell me that Jason Tatum would have um, eight baskets made, one would be a three-pointer, the game would be a blowout throughout, that equals, in my math, if it's correct, 17 points. I would think that I'd bet anything on the under 27 and a half total points. But when the Miami Heat go to the free throw line in the entire game, the entire team goes to the free throw line 14 times, and mm. Jason Tatum goes 16 times alone, well, then you're probably not going to win that. Well, when you so when you thought this through, what you, are you, didn't, you, you didn't about? think like the Celtics you, would get like had, home cooking. You didn't think the Celtics down 2-1, the team they want I, in the finals, would maybe yeah, send Harry, Tatum to the line? He's complaining about this, but he had the under, too. So if you wanted the heat to go to the exactly. free throw line more, <laughs> you'll probably lose your under bet. Right, Harry. Right? Uh, I, I, so you I, can't I, have I, it both I, ways. I, you can't have it both I, ways. I, Sure, I can. Why not? Because I, no. you know, I, no. I, I can. You know why I can? Why? I had twenty-five because I had twenty-five points to play with. That's why. Paulie, could don't know, please I, don't, don't you I had dare twenty-five points to play don't with. Don't you dare try to inject logic into this, Tatum. And not uh, to mention down Tatum had twelve one. free throws at down 12, 12 free throws at halftime. All right. Well, just he's keep, a good player. Just call fouls on Miami. Let the game go up to thirty points. Another <laughs> blowout. Another boring game. Harry, he averages uh, right around there. There, the refs are definitely going to favor the Celtics, which means they're going to send Tatum to the line. How is this such a big surprise to you? I don't understand why this is this is bowling you over here. This you is what still, it is. This is what the NBA player, is. One, yeah, it is. You're right. I'm not saying I'm not disagreeing, but. One player goes to the line 16 times and the other team goes 14 the entire game. 
little bit of a discrepancy. I know, there. but you're, you're making it like the one player is Scalabrini like a decade ago. Like it's 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 Jay, it's Tatum. Of course, it's going to be that guy. Yeah. All right. I I it, I, this is supposed to be a positive it. thing. We went seven out of eight. I don't want to harp well, on the one. Great night. I went two and one on the night, too. So, okay, let's leave There you go. I won high. My hockey pick, too. I had the Blues over two and a half goals. We're going to get into that a little later. We're going to recap the NBA. Hey, I won my same game parlay. Mets. Uh, nice. Nemo to get a Good hit. Job. Peterson, three or more strikeouts mm-hmm. over six and a half. And a shellacking. Mets win 13 3. Parley Kid, oh my God. What happened? Uh, Yankees. I think you gave. Yeah, just another extra runs. point loss for me. Uh, <laughs> it's just, just, just another one in a series of uh, losses, especially as of late. Um, yeah, no, I mean, they lose to Baltimore. I know they had some players out, but judges, yeah. uh, judges uh, just been uh, phenomenal. Um, Couple more home runs. Cole had one bad inning. Actually, went eight innings, give up five runs. How often does that happen in a baseball game now, where a pitcher gives up five runs and still and goes to go eight, eight innings? innings. Uh, almost impossible. Well, but he the did eight that. innings um, part is the impossible. Like in these, what are the three complete games this year so far? I was, I was looking at that. There are three complete games. If only Harry and I could have found it. Uh, under like right, Harry. That under one right. and a half complete games. Uh, oh right, whatever it is, the amount. Of, remember we well, had that we a, had couple a couple years, years ago. ago. Yeah, oh that was gosh, something else. Just... And then you just pray for rain um, every single day because then it's not an official <laughs> thing. Wow, Judge, I was looking. Judge now plus one sixty uh, to win the hmm. home run to be the home. How run many leader. home runs does Judge have just against Baltimore this year? I mean, how many? Oh, know? here we go. Uh, this is going to be Harry's thing. He's, been, he's been, like it. Well, first of all, number one, Baltimore, Harry. If you knew anything. Has moved their fences of way back. I know, I know. Baltimore's moved their fences way back, and it's not easy to hit them out in Baltimore anymore. Their bullpen has the fifth best ERA uh, in baseball for bullpens. Baltimore's not terrible. They're not terrible. Their starting pitching can be a disaster, but uh, they're not overall t- terrible. But I, I don't I, think I Judge has been how many, feasting. I, I, all I ask is how all I ask is how many ads against Baltimore. That's all I ask. I think you're trying to throw. You're asking <laughs> for course, throwing Aaron. something. Everything's judge gets diminish. the free throw line too much. He doesn't understand why he gets caught. Uh, all right, oh, so we'll man. go over NHL. Uh, let's do NBA right now. Let's recap that Miami Boston game. Celtics win one hundred two eighty two. This is just what we've come to Enough. expect now with these playoff games. Um, eighteen, I think it was eighteen to one at one it point. Was. The, the it score was, was eighteen about, to one with about four minutes left, or yeah. less, just... less than four minutes left in the in the first. That was so good. I was hoping for forty nine to four with two minutes to go. Uh, now I was hoping Ridiculous. for them to score four points in that quarter. Oh, it meant so good. So what did I pull up? Like I, I don't know. Babyface Oliver and I were uh, were texting these back and forth, but I think in the last seventeen game, I don't know what's going on, but there's been like seven clutch minutes. In the last, what did uh, I say yeah. this was? Seven clutch minutes in the last 17 playoff games. Average margin of victory is 19.8. It actually seems like more. Uh, I want to yeah. say this was uh, the worst game of the playoffs, but then there was that one where the Warriors, who were probably going to win the whole <laughs> right. thing, it's were Memphis, down 55. Yeah. It's really an insult to the other terrible playoff games for me to say <laughs> right. this was the worst, really. So but so terrible. now yeah, it's two, Yeah, because you had the Maverick Suns, too, game seven. Maverick Suns game seven. Oh, that was oh, awful too. Yeah, I mean maybe terrible. this, uh, this is the crap? third. This is the third worst, and they were. I guess they were down I, we're not 30. even thinking it might be in the top five. But right now, Celtics. This has moved now. Celtics are now favored, even though it's a, a best of three. They're minus one fifty five. The take back on Miami is plus one thirty. Celtics to win the whole thing is plus two sixty. Miami is plus. 440 and the most popular result right now is the Warriors beating Boston, which you can get for a little under two to one odds. Brian, does that any of that pop out at you or we just have to sit back and watch the rest mm. of this mess? 
Well, it's funny. It sucks because I really don't want to root does for. It does suck. I, it, I really you. don't want to root for Boston, but that's by far the best series, right? Boston Golden State is the one series that could be pretty competitive throughout. Um, yeah. But well, yeah, I, I know, I know, Dad. I know, I, mean, I agree with that. That's the only good series. It's I like think the that's only there. good right. series. Although, they, yeah, those games might all be blowouts. But yet, that's two to one, Sal. Yeah. Pl- and, well, and, no. Golden State to beat Boston to beat is, 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 two to is one. plus one ninety five. So that'll yeah. get lower and lower you know, as as more um, games accumulate here. Yeah, I I would say I, I'd probably take I, that. I though. would just say, but Darren, I'm the same way with you. Like the Golden State Boston sounds well, great, looks good on paper, no, well, but really the best we could ask for is um, six shitty games, and then both teams try in Game Seven. Well, that's, you know, that's all we so, could ask. I'm not even sure how good it sounds to be honest with you, because I said this. Really? <laughs> excuse me, Harry and I were talking about this yesterday. On, Talking to each other. Sorry, I got to. <laughs> I know you're something. getting emotional when we talk about Steph Curry, but go ahead. Losing uh, to the Orioles. That'll my, do it to you, I guess. <laughs> my point was making with Harry yesterday, and we're both on the same point on this, Harry. When we were talking about Golden State as being the favorite, how good is Golden State really? Like, if you were to compare Golden State to uh, like Golden mm-hmm. State years ago, or just right. the, yeah. like the. The you know NBA champs over the last twenty years uh-huh. is Golden State even really that good? Like I, don't I know, know they got Curry, but I Clay. I mean Draymond is a, a fraction of what he was. Pool is mm-hmm. Pool was yep. like Pool had a nice run, but he's not a, a huge factor right now. Like is Golden State just getting by because they're just better than a lot of other bad team like shitty teams? Like seriously, like, who have they really? They, the, they got they played the Nuggets. The Nuggets were no good. Uh, they they got like by said, that, a beat up Memphis team, who could have won that series actually, mm. right? And now uh, Dallas, you know, I, da- nobody thought Dallas would be here. I don't even know how good any of these teams. I are. know. Are there, is there I really know. a really good team uh, I, in I the think NBA they're, they're, right they're, now? They, everyone wants to put the asterisk by the bubble year twenty twenty. I put the asterisk by this year. Honestly, that's, the, the games have been shit. Point. The competition's yes. bad. There's injuries like there always are, and you can't get a, a a handle on who's good. I guess the Warriors are good. I, I don't know. I was impressed when they came back. Was that game two? Against Dallas, Dallas was beating them in Game Two. They came back, yeah, but, d- but there, are, there aren't that two. many of them. I know it's just that the many. Go ahead, Harry. What do you want to say? No, I just, Dallas should have won Game Two. Den- you know, uh, Denver last two years in the playoffs, they're one and eight straight up. Um, and those last three games against Memphis, no Mor- no, no Moran, and yeah, they got fifty five point getting blown out, lost by thirty nine. But also the games in between, the games they won and the game before that blowout. Easily could have won, been won by Memphis that gave him away. So it's just it's a point of like, okay, is it you know Golden State, Boston sounds the best there is, but really, how great is either team? I mean, I'm and with you. Like, you, you can do this with any sport. Like, all right, the Rams beat Cincinnati. Cincinnati was lucky to get by Tennessee and whatever else. The Raiders mm-hmm. and all that. They weren't the best team, Cincinnati and. Uh, but I, I just what what you don't see is you don't see Joe Burrow going. Um, four for 26 in the Super Bowl after going 19 mm-hmm. for 26. I know shooting baskets is different from completing passes, but these guys, I mean, Jimmy Butler was terrible yesterday. Um, guys are great or awful, depending on wh- whether it's Tuesday or Thursday. And from a handicapper's perspective, it just drives us nuts. Mm-hmm. We, uh, we, we got it. We nailed it yesterday. I hope we could do it again. Let's, let's do this right now. Dallas, Versus Golden State. Now the Warriors looking to close it out. It's in Dallas. Da- this is flip flop between the Warriors being a favorite, Dallas being a favorite. Either way, it's a point. 
Uh, Mavs minus one, 215 and a half is the over under. Let's start things off before we get into the game. Let's get into the most important part of the game, and that's the first 10 points. Right, pick our race to 10. We're going to be live on Twitter. We're going to be screaming our heads off. We've lost three in a row. We've never lost four in a row. Mm. You got to give us a winner. The way I see it, the Warriors now are favored to get to 10 first, even though they're not favored to win the game. I'm seeing Warriors minus 115, Mavs minus 108. Who are we going with? Yeah, this is a this is a tough one, but I think we all I think we I, there's a lot of pressure on me here, but I think we all know kind of where I'm going here because I think we're all we yeah. all kind of believe this uh, same thing in the game here. But I am going to go with the Mavericks at minus 108. I mean, nice. look, yeah. I, I have the same feeling as this game as I did yesterday in the Boston game. Dallas has to come out with a ton of urgency, right? In general, mm-hmm. I will say there hasn't been a lot of trends for for the race to ten with the Warriors and Dallas. It, it's really kind of just flip flopping. Yeah. Uh, but Dallas was, and they still have been at home. They are usually typically a great first quarter team, with the exception of uh, the last game. Yeah. The, again, mm-hmm. there has to be a crazy amount of urgency here. Uh, Golden State will have nothing to lose, but you know, and there's not a lot of pressure on them. But I do think Dallas's shooters are much better, especially early on in this game. I, I, they have to come out strong here. I mean, that's the only way they have a chance, I think, in this game is to come out strong in this first quarter. If you like them in the first quarter here, you got to like them in the race to 10, even though I know that doesn't necessarily correlate all the time. But mm-hmm. we, we, I think we're all here on, on Dallas race. We are. We're going to talk about it in a second. I'm looking at you, that other thing you like doing at FanDuel. This is a fun one. We haven't done this, and it's a little harder to explain. The, the three by two, two or more three points. Yeah, what's it called? The three by two? If you make yep. uh, combined in the game, two or more three-point field goals in the first three minutes. If it's a, The yes is a plus 104. That's the lowest I've seen in these, I think. Uh, or yeah. Uh, yeah, I think- the highest, I guess, however you want to say it, right? Yeah. Getting uh, even odds on this. Do you? That that's how we could lose, right? On yeah, one would, of these three. I, I, yeah, I would. I would take this though. I would take the to the, the yes. yes, the yes in this. I mean, when it's been okay. hitting, it's been hitting quick, right? And these down, mm-hmm. I, and I know some of these Golden State games it hasn't hit on, but you know, you're more likely or not for for Dallas to come out maybe firing, hitting a couple threes early, and I think Golden State's going to hit one or two early. All right. So it's fun. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's as lucky as the race to ten. Although yeah. we've been unlucky. Yeah, right, we're 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 in step here. We like this. We like Dallas to score uh, to get to ten first. So do that. Join us. We'll yes. have a contest. We'll play for somebody. We have them. You know, I like Dallas minus one. I, so now you have to figure out. Can Dallas come alive and defend their turf like they should have in game three? Or is it just too much of an uphill battle and they pack it in? <laughs> and or is Golden State relish in the extra rest? Do they play their best to win? I think the Mavs show up. Um, don't forget, the big three played well at home, game three. Yeah. Doncic, uh, Brunson, Dinwiddie had 83. The rest were two of 20 right. from three. So it's probably smart. And I know a couple of you guys are doing this, taking the adjusted line. Minus seven and a half or minus 70 and a half in these playoffs because it doesn't really <laughs> matter. But I'm just going to take the minus one uh, parlay kid. Where are you in this? You like you like the winning margin. Why not? 11. Yeah, I'm going to come back with that at 11 uh, Dallas to win uh, by the margin of 11 plus points at plus 350. Uh, just look, these games are tricky, right? Because they're all tricky. But when you're down three zero. Dallas is not winning the series, right? So, um, 
But at the same time, I think teams like to show a little face. They don't, nobody wants to get swept, right? So uh, mm-hmm. I know in Golden State, no matter, yeah, I know they would love the extra rest, but at the same time, there's not going to be a lot of urgency in their game either. I think uh, Jason Kidd is a very prideful coach. I don't think he's letting his team pack it in here. I think they're going to be full throttle. These reserves have to be better today. They uh-huh. cannot perform the way they performed the other day. Uh, it would virtually be impossible for that to happen, okay? Right. Uh, or else they should really all be out of the NBA if they were to play <laughs> like they did the other day. That's simple facts. All right, so uh, Dallas rises to the occasion for one game here, for one mm-hmm. game, and I think they this is trending like every other game, uh, a yeah. blowout, maybe from the very beginning. Here. Okay. So that's what Bri, I you did it last night. You took the minus 19 and a half. It just held on. That was scary. Now Oof, we'll, we'll, have scary. You tell, you we'll have you tell your real story in a second, but you're going, <laughs> well, let, let, tell it now. So you give out, <laughs> you give out Boston minus 19 and a half on the podcast. We make a nice graphic. I'm rooting for it. And we're texting. I'm like, yes, it held on. Yes. And then yes. you're like, you want to hear something funny? And what did, what did you end up doing? Well, the funniest thing, yeah. And then your guess was, oh, my God, you didn't bet it. You didn't and I bet said, it. I yeah. said, well, even even worse. <laughs> I, I took the margin of victory from 21 to like 21 <laughs> to tw- I took both like 21 <laughs> to 25 oh, and 26 or 20 and 26 plus, <laughs> which played out like significantly more. Yeah, and, but it um, didn't, though, right? But it, yeah. but it didn't, <laughs> but I love it. Because it lost. All right, so they won exactly by exactly oh. 20. So just listen to what we say and not what we do. Don't uh, look into what we do, but you I like thought, Dallas. Yeah, I thought I thought up, you know, they kept cutting it to close to 20, and then they would go back up like 25, 26. So I was like, Jeez. I thought I was okay. Well, and then they I was were like, up, what, 36 more? Uh, 35? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, low, one thing they don't have. 30s. I wonder what these would look like. These high because uh, Fandle doesn't have it. The the what was it? The highest margin at at any point, right? Yeah, um, they used to, right. We used to say they oh, used yeah. to give that out at like these minus, would have it was to sixteen be around, and a half, but they'd oh, have to they'd, be all in the twenties now. Twenty four, twenty five, all of them. But you like yeah. Dallas minus nineteen and a half. And yeah, 10 I'm gonna to t- one. I'm gonna take it again. The Dallas minus nineteen and a half at ten to one. I I believe in this bet mm. similar to how I believed in this bet yesterday. I, I thought in this series there'd be a bunch of blowouts coming mm-hmm. into the series, although we only really saw the blowout um, in game one, right? Right. Um, you know, but I do, I, I don't, you still feel like this game, like I know we've been saying like 90% of these games have been blowouts, but I feel like you could say like there's a 50, 50 shot. This is going to be a blow. Yeah, right. Sure. Especially the way that after the way right. the Mavs played in game three, I mean, their shooters, and we talked about this just before, but their shooters at home, they're, they're bench guys who we all hate, right. Between Bullock and Finney Smith, Kleber, Brantans, those guys have to, they just have to shoot better. I mean, I'd say what <laughs> I'd say one or two of those guys will get hot right yes. in this game. Right. And I will say that I think the most important thing with this game is, is why I took the race to 10. If the Mavericks come out really hard and play really well for the first 20 minutes and say go yes. up 20 points, 100%. the Warriors might be like, ah, forget it. Let's just pack it in, right? At that, at that point in time, you're banking we'll go on. to 100%. So that, so that is what I'm banking on, right? A really well-played 20 minutes. I will say, and this is this hit yesterday too, and we should look at this as well, I'm probably going to put a little bit of money on Dallas to be up 15 or more at mm-hmm. halftime, and that's also 10 to 1. 
you know? Yeah. So that, oh, that's you know, a good one. That's I like both like of those. Minus 19 and a half or, the, or first half, mm. 50, uh, 15 uh, plus a ton to one. Look, they have it in them. They beat the Jazz in the playoffs by 25. I'm looking at the, and they beat the Suns twice by 20 or more. They beat them. I'm looking here. Mm. They beat them by uh, 27 in game six, and then they beat game them by 30, 33 in game seven. So, and when they've lost, they've gotten killed too. So you might want to take the Warriors minus 19 and a half too. Yeah. So it's, yeah, a, yeah. it's a nice little, um, you know, 40 point um, <laughs> middle there that you can get beat on, <laughs> but you probably won't. All right, Harry, you, uh, so you're going to like our bet, Harry, because we're betting Dallas race to 10 first. So you have them for the first quarter. Yeah, Dallas first quarter money line minus 118. Just basically going to reiterate what Brian had said uh, about Dallas showing up in game four, especially early here. Uh, the Mavs are six and two straight up in their last eight games in the first quarter. Uh, Golden State just one and four straight up in the in first quarter in their last five. Luka gets hot early like he did in game six and game seven, maybe against Phoenix early and establish themselves and, uh, and uh, taking Dallas first quarter. But they Brian, show up. I, I, I must say, you usually like the, the Warriors third quarter, which has been a winner. But if we go by your logic and what you hope to happen, you don't you don't like that bet today. <laughs> Oh, well, yeah. I mean, it's won so easily in three straight games. Hmm. I bet at the first two, I, for, well, I almost forgot to make But if they three. pack it in. But a 3 it's, right, but a 3-0 right, right. situation, think, situation, it's different. A 3 yeah, situation I, is different. Right. I just think the, yeah, I think the Mavs go up big in the first half. And if that's the case, yeah. you know, if, if they're up 20. We'll see all backups half, uh, it, midway it, through it the third, a, at least. Yeah, right. yeah. All right, Harry, hit us with a prop here. Uh, okay. I can't believe you're going with this guy, but we do need him to <laughs> produce for our, our bets. Listen, yeah. Like, like Darren said, it can't get any worse. Reggie Bullock, over two and a half threes at minus 128. Mm-hmm. 0 for 10 from the field on Sunday. I know it. He was 0 for 7 from three-point range. Terrible game. But there's really no pressure on Dallas here. And so a lot of times in game fours, when a team's down 3 nothing at home, they have nothing. They no pressure on them. And they come out great in the first quarter. And early on in the first half, I'm thinking that's going to happen here tonight. Bullock did have six threes on Friday in game two. Uh, he's had three or more in four of his last five games versus Golden State. I got faith in him to uh, to come back and shoot well <laughs> at home here over two and a half days. He was just so terrible. I don't know. I you know. and the Parley kids, like walking around with a grenade all day. But uh, Parley <laughs> kid, you like Bullock too, over 10 and a half points. I do like Bullock. I just feel like Harry said, I mean, uh, Harry, right? So if you hit, I probably hit uh, on sure. this. Um yeah. I, you know, I don't. We we got to see him play a lot in New York, uh, uh, Bullock, and uh, he's. I, I think he gets a little bit of a bad rap sometimes. He's a little bit better uh, shooter than he probably gets credit for uh, at times. And he was so putrid the other day that, uh, <laughs> as Brian is and Harry have both said, uh, for the Mavericks to be successful today, he's got to knock down a few threes. Got to knock down. Um, right. He sure took uh, enough shots the other day. I think, what was his total shot? Uh, was it 10, Harry, did you say? 0 for 10, 10 right? 0 for 10. It was 0 for 10, right, right. So 10, yeah. 10 total shots, uh, several of those three-pointers. He'll get those chances again. And I think the Warriors are willing to give him those shots. And uh, I think he knocks down a few tonight on his home court, which he should. I mean, these guys, uh, home yeah, court should God feel. Was, shooters <laughs> should Shoot much better at home, I always feel like, than on the road. There's no doubt about it. You would think, and, yeah. uh, you, um, They should. They, that's where uh, they should feel very comfortable there. I think, Especially complimentary players, you know? Absolutely. And that's what they do, right? That's what that's mm-hmm. what they get paid to do, shoot and play some defense. Uh, Bullock comes through tonight 
Uh, I think he knocks down three or four of these uh, three-pointers, and he goes over the ten and a half for me anyway. All right, Very another cool. complimentary player, Dinwiddie. Brother Brian, you like, I mean, he played well game three. Yeah, I'm uh, surpri- I, you know, I like him over 13 and a half. I'm surprised it's actually this low. Yeah, he played He played very well. He's the one guy who shot the ball pretty well in the series. And, and mm. in his last four games, he's averaging uh, close to 19 points per game. I do, I he's do gone think over though, this number in four had, of his last five, too. So. I, and yeah, and I had him over 12 and a half a couple of days ago. And he went, that's so the one terrible. game he went on. Was that the four point? Yeah. That was the four that point was game four where four point was, performance. Yeah. It was awful. Yep. Yeah. I, I would assume at home he's going to be, he's going to be pretty good here for them. And, he, and they've relied, I mean, maybe, you know, unless the other guys really step up, but they've relied on him coming off the bench to, to get a bunch of points here. So I think 13 halves low enough where uh, is a pretty good number. All right. I'm going with Luca here. I know I, I've really been uh, like, really been like uh, monitoring his play and his numbers and everything. And I usually bet him for double, double and triple, double and like double doubles, like a lot. It's minus two thirty. I think he only had uh, only one this series. It was game three, triple doubles harder is plus three ninety. but Fandle allows you in a same game parlay to adjust all his numbers, points, rebounds and assists. And I put together what I think is a good one here. Uh, Luca 30 or more points, six or more assists and six or more boards minus one, 39. I, you know, I, I still think we could talk about Dinwiddie. We could talk about Bullock and all these guys, Brunson, but he still has to explode a little here, right? Um, he's had 30 or more points in four or five, four out of five. He's had six or more assists in seven of the last 11. That's going to be the hard one, but still mm-hmm. odds are in my favor. Six or more rebounds in 19 out of 20 games. It's not a triple double, but a little more than halfway there for a reasonable price. I'm even factoring in some rest time, even though Luca logs more minutes per game than anyone. He averages 28, eight and eight a year this year. So uh, I think he'll get to 30 points and then meet his average on the assistant boards. Minus 139, I think is a nice price for that same game parlay. So there we go. We like the Mavericks, in other words. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We like the team that's down. We like the team that's down all three. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. Of course. Yeah. It looked terrible last game. So, uh, you know, I, <laughs> I brought this up yesterday, but I'm just realizing, you know, FanDuel actually has first quarter point totals for. Oh, yeah. You were saying that. Yeah. What is Luca's? Mm-hmm. Uh, do, do they have it? What for do you today? think his first quarter is? Um, eight. Eight. Eight and a half. Eight and a half. No, no it's got to be more, probably, right? Yeah. It's, it's uh, uh, 10. It's 10 and a half. Mm. Yeah, because yeah. I think they now factor wow. in everybody sitting in the yeah, fourth quarter. Yeah, and Steph yeah. is Steph is seven and a half. Wow. Boy, that seems like a lot. That's <laughs> although it's five shots. Uh now I'm gonna go through well, my well, now, if you get Steph gets sixteen free throws like some other people did. <laughs> <and, you know. laughs> How could you see that coming? Hey, mm. make every game feel like game seven on FanDuel Sportsbook, an official partner of the NBA. Throughout the playoffs, all customers can place a no sweat. Same game parlay each week. You get up to twenty dollars in free bets if you don't win. Fanduel has so many ways to play, and best of all, when you do win, you'll get paid faster than a fast break. If you're new to Fanduel, just download the Fanduel Sportsbook app and sign up with promo code Against All Odds. Once again, that's promo code Against All Odds. And if you already have an account, you're all set to bet. No sweat. Either way, you'll get up to twenty bucks in free bets if your same game parlay during the playoffs does not win. Fanduel Sportsbook, an official partner of the NBA. All right, let's go to the NHL recapping Monday's games. The lightning advance. Um, that was a, that, that impressive. I have to say that's impressive. Mm. They beat uh, Florida. They sweep them. And it was a game four at right after a game three. And that's the last, what did he have? 49 saves. 
Yeah, it was fantastic. Saves. Especially early in the game. Hey, when Sal, that's his sixth, his sixth series clinching shutout. I saw that. That's amazing. Out of yeah. which, seven, it's in, right? Yeah. Six which, seven, uh, yeah. as Mikey Meatballs will, will, will tell you, uh, really it's just to show you how impressive the Islanders have been the last few years. Uh, that's what gone, everyone's saying. They've gone, that's what everybody's <laughs> talking about. They've been toe-to-toe with that uh, Tampa Bay yeah, Lightning team. Yeah. Well, um, and they weren't even good last night, Darren. They didn't play their best game at all, but amazing. No, well, they, they got outshot 18-3 in the first uh, period. Vasilevsky kept them in that mm. game, so... But they are—they're just—they're very good. So, but what what do you want if you're the light? Now, I was thinking, like Damashek said yesterday, you know, they close it out. That he's like, they, now they have a bigger advantage. They have almost a week off. Probably you have to figure that, yeah. you know, that Carolina Rangers series will go long. Mm-hmm. But sure, I'm not saying they should play back to back nights. But when you have a hot goalie like this, do you really want five days off? I don't know. They don't want five, that's well. They're gonna they're gonna have more than five days off, most likely, Sal. I I'm yeah. thinking. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. But uh, either well, way, that's what I'm saying, do you even want you want three days that, off? I don't know. Well, I will say this, Darren, and and probably because of what Tampa Bay has accomplished, it's amazing. But it gives more time for Braden Point to get healthy. Who's actually they're doing this without him, really, because he got injured in that game five, I think, against uh, yeah. against Toronto. Who's probably you know their best player overall, and they're not they're right. doing it without it, which is even more impressive. So there you go. So the two games tonight are uh, Rangers home for the Hurricanes. Rangers down two to one. That's dead even minus one ten, and the other one's dead even too. That Oilers Flame series, which is nuts. Edmonton's up two one. They're home minus one fifteen. Calgary is minus one oh four. Um, I'm going to give out the Canes here. I'm going against the grain mm. because they've not won a, a road playoff game. They're minus one ten. Like I said. Uh, I know the Rangers are solid at home. I know Carolina's power play is abysmal, like 5.3%, and their penalty yeah. kill is bad too. So, so their, power, their special teams are just awful, 68.4%. Uh, the goalies, though, about the same. Only Vasilevsky is better uh, in terms of save percentage in the playoffs. But is Frederick Anderson coming back? Is he playing? I, don't, I didn't see what what's going on. I know he, he was roaming around there and he practiced. I don't think he is right. It's going to be Ranta is going to be in there. Uh, 44 shots last game for the Canes. Some of these yeah. have to start going in. I think they get their first playoff win. Uh, Svechnikov, two goals tonight, four, two final. Give me uh, the Canes. Brother Brian, you're going under in this game. Yeah. I'm taking the under five and a half at minus one thirty two. You know, the goaltending has been, just way too good in the series to take anything other than under five and a half goals. And I, I know you were saying about the goalie situation for the Canes. It's like Ronta has to stay in regardless, right? At yeah. this point, he's been so good. Yeah, I think so. As, you know, unless he has a real bad game for them, you know, tonight or something like that, then maybe that'll change. But there's only been nine goals so far in three games. And two of those were empty netters and one was an overtime goal. So there's really been like six goal regular yeah, either goals. Either way, they haven't there hasn't been more than four goals, in right? Three games. You know, yeah. And, and the, right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And, and game three was the first time game three was the first time there was a pretty good pace to the game. It actually felt like a playoff game. And there were some good chances in that one, but the goalies just came up big uh there. Mm-hmm. You know, Shesterkin and Rent have just been phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, I do like, you know, I know Darren's EP pick. I know he's on the under one and a half for the first period in this one, which by the way, is hitting four straight games again in the NHL is it again? games. Again? Wow. I think it's like, I think it's like tw- on, on AP picks. So. I think it's like 24 <laughs> and six or something like that. Over wow. There is some 
crazy number. But uh, yeah, I just like this one. I mean, there's just hasn't been enough offense. And I mean, five and a half is probably too high for this. For well, this half the goalies of the eight remaining are, are just really hot right now, right? Mm -hmm. and, yeah. and maybe more. I don't that's know. That's hockey. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Mm -hmm. All right. You guys have player props, Parlay Kid. Uh, hit us with yours. Yeah, um, this is something Harry's gone with, and something I went with for, for EP a couple nights ago when it lost. Uh, Johnny Gaudreau uh, <laughs> uh, over half an, uh, of an assist here at minus 126. <laughs> to record uh, an assist, yeah. To record an assist, Sal. Uh, coming into the uh, his last game, he had gone seven straight games, recorded 10 assists in seven, seven uh -huh. games. Uh, mm -hmm. And then last game, when I finally uh, go with it, he puts up a goose egg. Uh, so I'm going to mm. come back with it because he's too good. This These games are, are too wide open uh, for a guy who had 116 points on the year, including 75 assists on the year, uh, who, like I said, has 10 so far in the playoffs as well, assist-wise, uh, for him not to record another one. Calgary is going to score some goals tonight, probably three to five goals minimum. Goudreau will be in on one of those to assist. So I'll take him at minus 126. I also thought about Goudreau going over three and a half shots on goal uh -huh. since I think eight of his last nine, he's totaled four or more shots on goal. And that's a, even a better number. It's closer to like minus one ten. Wow. So I throw one. that out there too. Yeah. Hmm. All right, Harry, you're in love with this. We hear about this all day long. <laughs> dry side all over, dry side all over. I know. I mean, listen, I don't even understand like over one hundred one and a half points. I still don't. I, I can't understand how this is plus money. It's plus one twenty six. Yeah. I mean, he's a he's a scoring. He's a point machine. He just is. Uh, Nineteen <laughs> points in his last ten playoff games. He's had three, not two, three. We need two points. Three or more points in all three games in the series versus Calgary, and in the last four games versus Calgary, he's had at least three points in those games. Had four assists on Sunday alone. Dry saddle over one and a half points, and you get plus money. All right, yeah, I'm not touching that game. I'm snake bitten with that series. Like I, I bet under, under, under. I leave it alone. If it goes under, finally, and just uh, the the goal, they won't move the over under from six and a half, even though this monster mm -hmm. number is being. But I know it went under last game. But so ca the Canes are minus three fifteen to advance, and the Edmonton's minus one eighty eight. What's the what's the better value of those two? You think, Polly Kid? Because the Rangers are more likely to even this up, right? So that I guess, yeah. But but it's still minus three. I, I think that's a little high, even though I like them to win tonight. Yeah, I think it's. Uh, look, at, you know, Sal, in these hockey games, um, it's. I guess you could depend on like which goalie you like best, yeah. or uh, mm -hmm. something like that, or whoever's hotter. Um, so I, I think you can't go wrong with really either. Uh, right. Either of those, Darren. Uh, you though know what? Go ahead, Harry. I was just going to say, Mike Smith is the goalie for uh, yeah the yeah. Oilers, and can you trust him? No, not really. But when you have Dry Saddle and McDavid, and if you're not causing turn, you're not giving up turnovers, <laughs> giving up, you're gonna you can win these series even if your goalie's giving up four goals a game. You it know wasn't what's incredible? Dry Saddle or McDavid last game, but yeah, I mean, I mean they played well, but they yeah. weren't the, they well, weren't the heroes. Still yeah. at seven points combined. Yeah, you no, know it's incredible. McDavid's twenty five and Drysaddle's twenty six. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Right. I, 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 I think I got that. Have right. you ever seen I, anyone I was looking at on that skates before. than McDavid? Darren? Anyone faster than McDavid on skates? His name is Matt Barzal on the Islanders. Oh, <laughs> wow. See, you got an answer there. 
golf courses again today. All right, let's page. take a, uh, a quick break, and then we'll jump on the, uh, the riverboat. Oh, the captain's got a doozy of a question for us today. All right, some NFL news. I think Brad, our friend Brad, has just said a hundred days, a oh, hundred days till college football because he's had enough of bad. He it just goes crazy with the basketball. <laughs> you got to see these texts; it's amazing how much he hates these games. But I guess a hundred days till college football, and now pro football is uh, in the news, kind of not really. Uh, Colts GM owner, rather Jim Ursay, yeah, he bid. Four and a half million dollars for Kurt Cobain's smell like teen spirit guitar sold to Jim Mercy. Four and a half million dollars. Well, this guy just sits around, and gets loaded. I'm just kidding. He doesn't have a problem <laughs> drinking anymore and buys, uh, and buys memorabilia. And it got the captain. You know, we're friendly with this captain of the Riverboat Casino. He asked, which piece of memorabilia in music history would you want to own if money was no option? And I was like, well, can you make it a gambling contest? He said, yeah, sure. Let's put odds on it. Is it the Cobain guitar? Three to one odds. Is it John Lennon's piano that he, uh, he performed Imagine on six to one? Is it Lady Gaga's Mitress 15 to one or MC Hammer's Hammer Time Pants 30 to one? Or you could go field minus 250. Bryce, start us off. Which would you pick? Well, it's funny with this question that you gave out because my youngest daughter the other day just randomly said, can you put on... Uh, smells like teen spirit, which oh. is it's totally random. Mm. Never mentioned anything about Nirvana. I don't know mm. where she, I think they, she's heard it on a TikTok. You love Nirvana though, don't I, you? I did, yeah. yeah. I, I yeah. do. Well, I do. Yeah. Um, so this is a this is probably the toughest one we've ever done because I started going <laughs> going through it and I was like, there's so many different pieces of memorabilia that are really there are quite cool. a few options out there. Yeah, I yeah. will say though, Ursay getting the Cobain guitar is like pretty lame, right? Though it's like Jim <laughs> oh, Ursay gets it. Yeah. yeah, the Jim Ursay. I mean, I feel like I, I know Jim Ursay's probably really not that much older than Kurt Cobain, but I feel like yeah. it should be somebody younger, right? Like mm -hmm. in all honesty, I don't know anybody who loves nirvana i personally don't know anybody who loves nirvana who's older than you guys like you know i feel like everybody's a right, little bit younger right, right. it's weird it's weird to say that i'm sure there's a million uh billions of them but yeah um but yeah i was thinking about it and i was thinking you have michael jackson thriller jacket to me would be really cool michael mm -hmm. jackson glove i was then thinking like maybe there's some queen live aid stuff or something like that that would be cool but I, I'm sticking with the same thing with Cobain's good guitar. But I would say the unplugged guitar to mm. me, oh. the, MTV, the MTV unplugged yeah, guitar to MTV. me yeah. was definitely one of the biggest, like most iconic things sure. I've ever watched. And I still watch and I still listen to that album to this day all the time. So to me, that, you know, from a Nirvana side is is the biggest thing uh, that I would That's, watch. Uh, that might be, it's funny. It might be MTV's biggest moment. Uh I'm oh, thinking yeah. about it now. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if that ever went for sale. You just wonder what happens. Kurt, uh, no. Yeah, I don't know. I think that guitar went for six million dollars. I think that's one dollars. of the highest. That's one of, I thought that was one of the highest pieces. Uh, yeah, that went for six yeah, million. I guess that, actually. I guess that, I mean, right, and yeah. that, that makes sense that it's more that it's more expensive yeah. than this one. This, this seemed like a lot for this Yeah, Ursay got that one too. He's just got, uh, <laughs> he's got all these uh, Kurt Cobain. <laughs> all right. Uh, Parley Kid, what are you going to say? Well, we know which one Harry's taking, so we could probably just um, <laughs> yeah. move off, right? The one with the meats. Right. Uh, what, 
that, right? Oh, That's Lady Gaga's <laughs> dress? Yeah, yeah, right? I mean, he'd have no. to, he'd have to unless, pick that one. Unless Doherty wore a, uh, a Doherty, Doherty wore a dress. Doherty. I'm thinking of Doherty. Show some respect, I I'm sorry. I'm talking about my, bon my kid was talking about the, my kid's uh, talking about the quarterback that transferred today. Bon Jovi Doherty. Go ahead. I've missed the uh, captain. I've missed the riverboat, Sal. I, yeah. I've missed it. It's, it's, it's time. I'm glad we're back on it. Yeah. yeah. Um, Sal, you know the Wu-Tang Clan, right? right? Oh, sure. Pretty familiar with it. They yeah. cut an album that you might be familiar with called Once Upon a Time in Shaolin, uh, mm-hmm. worth about, uh, well, it was bought for about $2.6 million from uh, this farmer bro, right? This guy that was actually put in jail and the, his assets have been seized. They only cut one one of these. It's one copy of this. What it are you talking about? There's one album out there? There's one. That, yeah, it's a secret album. Oh, from from the woods. It's like, and it was bought for like two and a half, something like that, by this farmer bro guy mm-hmm. that's in prison, and his assets were seized by the government. So I guess the I guess the government has a hold of this. Um, I think this you're making this whole thing co- up. <laughs> no, I'm not <laughs> making it up. I'm not making it up. This I, this is Darren's true. talking about a rap group. I love it. Woot, hey, protect your neck, Harry. That's, that's one right. of their songs. That's one Find of their songs. Oh, wait, you don't, you don't have a neck. Yeah. You don't have a neck. So, right. um, <laughs> so yeah, I would. That's one. I, there's one copy of that. That's what I yeah. want. Money's no okay. object. Let's get it. I got to gotta, gotta wow. make a call go. to uh, somebody, uh, one of the higher ups uh, in, in the government. All right, we'll try yeah. to yeah. get that for you. All right. Once cool. upon a time in Shaolin. All right, Harry. Hmm. Uh, what are you going to go with? Well, uh, look, there, this is a tough one. Uh, Brian's right. Um, uh, look, there's two kings of rock and roll, too. And, uh, and I'm going to take something from both of them. I'm going to take, uh, Brian, you make a great point. John Bon Jovi's best in the 80s, in the, in the 80s were fantastic. The oh, chest hair blaring, fantastic. Oh, my, oh, Had a great gosh. look. But I'm not going to even go expensive You want Bon Jovi's chest hair? Is that what you're saying? Oh, <laughs> priceless. That's priceless. I'm taking John Bon Jovi headband from the 80s, oh, uh, which he used gosh. to wear with, when he had the flowing wild hair band hair. Oh, come the on. And wet uh, album hair from like 1984. Mm. That's one. So that's one of the kings I don't of rock even know roll. if that's the biggest headband, like uh, Jim McMahon's headband, David Lee Roth's headband. But go ahead. Jimmy, right. Jimmy Hendrix, maybe too. But still, I'm still yeah. going to go with Bon Jovi oh, yeah. there. But I'm also going to go with, and you know, a lot of, I do a lot of the shows, a lot, a lot of videos with my sunglasses and I just think the other rock and roll legend, the other King is Elvis. And I would love a pair of Elvis's crazy, big, thick sunglasses. Really? Just sunglasses from Elvis is blue well, suede shoes. He's got suits. He's got the suits. Uh, the, 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 the sunglasses. Too, yeah, I live, in, I live in Phoenix. I live in Scottsdale. The suits are a little too heavy. So I'd go with the sunglasses. I need those mm, sunglasses. All right. Man, I thought Elvis I would, have, would have asked for his drug cabinet. Yeah, Harry, oh. Harry, that, Harry, that movie, co- that Elvis movie, comes out next month. <laughs> Let's do it. He doesn't have. Can, uh, can Harry give us a little taste on, of Elvis right it. now? Can he give us a little taste of it? Um, um, let's see. Um, What's your favorite Elvis song, Harry? <sighs> he doesn't know Elvis. No, it's pretty good. Jailhouse Rock too. All right. I, 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 have, I have to practice, Darren. I have to practice. All right. All right. Maybe next time. You don't put yeah. H Dog on the spot. By the way, H Dog's H <laughs> Dog's leaf went for one point three billion. Yeah. Uh, let me see here. Uh, there's a lot of options, a lot of good stuff. I mean, Gaga's dress is, is I, 
although it's probably spoiled by now, right? That can't be good. <laughs> good. I don't think it preserved. Uh, there's a Michael Jackson and Bubble statue that went for like seven and a half billion dollars. I don't need oh, that. Oh, his monkey? Was that his what? monkey? Yeah, Bubbles. Yeah, there's a <laughs> statue if you look at it, but it, it's not really a prop or anything. Jimi Hendrix, a Woodstock guitar, I think is right up uh, there. That makes probably. sense. That yeah, makes sense. Um, yeah. Rihanna's umbrella, uh, Elton John's game-worn duck costume, maybe. Um, what else? What about Janet Jackson, the malfunctioned wardrobe? You could go mm. for that. But I am going to go with uh, something that I tried to, I I, I was, uh, well, this is not going to come out the right way, but I was a couple of feet away from this. Um, Huey Lewis's penis, which if you Google it right now, <laughs> you'll see that it's legendary. And whenever I've, I've, I've had the pleasure of being in Huey's company. I bring this up to him all the time and he gets like really like weird about it and he won't answer. Maybe I'm the one being weird about it, but he doesn't. But look up Huey Lewis's penis. We once uh, urinated right next to each other at a, at a restaurant in a urinal and I try to get a look at it. He knew what I was doing. He pushed me away. I'm a real, uh, real jackass, as it turns out. But uh, Google Huey Lewis's penis. I don't know if we see that on the auction block. Uh, try to get that. Snap that up. Right away. All right, there you go. There's the river ball. That was good. I think we did a good job with that. Um, <laughs> Harry, so uh, we got to get you Elvis' sunglasses. I feel like yeah. we could get that. I don't know, out of mm. everything? Yeah, it's funny. Now that now that he said that, yeah, Ray Charles glasses. I, I oh, guess, yeah, Ray Charles get, glasses. Stevie Wonder glasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Elvis' yeah. glasses. I don't know. Yeah, Stevie Wonder. Yeah, he would have to go with them for it. All right, there you go. That's the Riverboat Casino. What else? What do we miss, um, Babyface? Anything? I mean, I definitely thought Harry might go like Willie Nelson's tour bus, the Honeysuckle Rose, or Snoop's oh, yeah. bo- like Snoop's bong. But mm-hmm. uh, no, mm-hmm. I, I yeah. But uh, I, I would definitely have gone the the piece of Janet Jackson's outfit from the halftime yeah. show. Also, because that was actually the first uh, monologue joke I ever got on television was based on that. What was it? Let's hear it. it. Are you ready? Uh, Fox News has launched their own investigation of Janet Jackson's halftime performance. They've asked to see her other breast to see if it's fair and balanced. (laughs) There you go. There you go. What what was that on? Kilborn? Yeah, that was <laughs> it was on Cowboy. Was it? Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Nice. Good job. Yeah, I was um I was at that Super Bowl and I left and we didn't know until we were walking out because you know we having seats there, you can't really see that stuff. But yeah, that was a big moment and that also inspired um uh, unnecessary censorship, which Kimmel's been doing every Thursday for the last like twenty years or so. And but I don't think the FCC fined anyone after that in the ne- in the last twenty I think that was the last actual fine for uh, television. So it uh, makes things interesting. Oh, here we go. Uh, so there you go. All right. Race to 10. Brian, let's do it tonight. Let's Mavs. It. Mavericks. Got to think of a trivia question. We're going to give a, have a fan play along with us at home. Race to 10. That's nine Eastern Dallas and Golden State. We need one win out of Dallas or at least get to 10 first. And that'll do it for another episode of Against All Odds. For babyface Joel Salmon, Mikey Meatballs, and the Degenerate Trifecta, I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicap. Na, 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 na